Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. We're going to see Jesus square off with the Pharisees once again, and we're going to get some more insight into the essence of the gospel message, the essence of the message of the kingdom of heaven that Jesus is bringing to the earth for the first time in his ministry. We're going to see the stark contrast between salvation and forgiveness by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone, versus salvation by works, which is what the paradigm is that the Pharisees are living under. Verse 1, at that time, Jesus went through the great fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. So the Sabbath is Saturday. Jesus and his disciples are walking through grain field. They're not stealing grain from anybody because the custom at the time was that when somebody harvested their grain, they'd leave some of the grain unharvested in the fields still so that poor people or hungry people or widows or orphans could come through there and glean what was left behind. This was a way that God set up to provide for people who were in need. It's interesting to point out that they didn't pick it for them and deliver to their house in a basket, but they just left it in the field so the people who needed it could come work and get it themselves. Going on to verse 2, when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. So what's not lawful to do on the Sabbath? Work. You're not supposed to do any work at all. There were all these laws that the Pharisees had created to protect them and the Jewish people from breaking the Ten Commandments. One of the Ten Commandments is to honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. And so they put all these other extracurricular laws around that commandment to keep people from even coming close to breaking the commandment. You might say that that's actually a noble intention, but it turned into this system of oppressive laws that the Jewish people thought that if I obey this stuff, then I'm going to be in right standing with God. What they didn't understand is that you can't fully obey these laws. In fact, you're guilty of breaking the Ten Commandments all the time. And so following these silly laws about how many steps you can walk on the Sabbath or how much work you can do or if you can pull a donkey out of a hole in an emergency situation, this stuff is silly and you're not going to earn your righteousness by following it but they're oblivious to this. And this is what Jesus, in part, is coming to challenge and really turn on its head. Jesus says in verse 3, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him, how they entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor those who were with him, but only for the priests? So I love when Jesus says this to the Pharisees. Have you not read? Of course they've read. They know this story from the Old Testament. They know it very well. And so Jesus is kind of egging them on a little bit. You can, Come on, guys, you've read this. And here's the story, if you're not familiar with it. David was fleeing from King Saul. King Saul was jealous because David was going to follow him as the next king, and he's trying to kill David. And so David and some of his men are fleeing and running around, and at one point they get hungry. They go into the house of God, and there's the bread of the presence. The bread of the presence is 12 loaves of bread, one that represents each tribe of the Old Testament. They're put in the house of God as a sacrifice on each Sabbath, and the only person that can eat that is the priest. But David did eat it with his men. They're in a desperate situation, and God didn't punish David for that. He allowed it. In other words, there are some accommodations or some exceptions that are made even against the very strict laws in the Old Testament for situations that arise. Jesus goes on, or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? So Jesus is bringing another example up. The priests in the temple do profane the law because they work on the Sabbath. They have to work on the Sabbath. They do all the work of the temple and the sacrifices and that's part of their job. And so even though they're profaning the law on the Sabbath, they aren't held responsible for that. They aren't guilty because they're doing the work of the Lord. Verse 6, he starts to really drive this home. I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. Wow. Jesus is talking about a whole nother system of relating to God. So 
something greater than sacrifices and following rules to earn your righteousness is here. Because by the way, sacrifices and rules were never sufficient to begin with. At this point, the blood pressure of the Pharisees is going up. And then he continues, and if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. That's a quote from Hosea and Micah in the Old Testament. If you had known what this means, you would not have commit you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. So who are the guiltless that they have condemned? Well, they condemned Jesus and his disciples for walking through the fields picking grain on the Sabbath. Here Jesus is drawing a parallel between himself and David, who was given an exception to the law because of his circumstance, and he's drawing a parallel between himself and the priests. And Jesus is the ultimate priest. He is the ultimate mediator between man and God. Now, the Pharisees have no idea. They don't believe this. They don't accept this, but that's the truth. It's laid out very clearly in the book of Hebrews later on. Jesus is saying that just like the priests are guiltless for profaning the Sabbath, I'm guiltless for profaning the Sabbath because I am the Lord of the Sabbath. This is quite a claim. At the heart of this dispute, friends, is a works-based righteousness whereby people believe they can earn God's favor, earn forgiveness, earn salvation by obeying a bunch of rules versus acknowledging that there's no way they can earn God's favor through obedience because we're sinful and we're broken. And Jesus couldn't make this contrast more clear. What we need to wrestle with today is how do you perceive yourself becoming righteous? How do you perceive yourself being forgiven? How do you perceive yourself getting to heaven? If you think it's because you're a good person or trying to be a good person or better than other people or you follow the rules more than most, that ain't going to cut it because you're still guilty of breaking God's law over and over and over. The only way that we can be truly righteous is to put our faith and trust in the one who was righteous, who died on the cross to pay the penalty for sin so that we could have that penalty mark paid on our account when we trust him. It is for by grace that you have been saved through faith, not by works, so that no one can boast. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.